You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Legends say, in ancient times, when the gods walked with man, within the traditions of the Norse that were passed from the Celts, that there were warriors who traveled through the spiritual realms. These warriors spent their days on earth as shamans, guiding the members of their clan to spiritual understanding. These shamans knew the Lanvedi. They were known as Ulv Hefnar of Odin, the Allfather, and Valhalla. Today, the modern Ulf Hafnar continues the tradition of using magic and wisdom to help our clansmen and women find harmony. In the traditions of our ancestors, the Ulf Hafnar now invites those who seek knowledge to come forth to the circle of knowledge to share our experiences and find commonality amongst all. Following in the traditions of his ancestors, Dr. Mark Wiseman offers hope and peace in his message of understanding our personal spirituality. Join us now for this week's message here with the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Let us call upon the house of Odin in Asgard that he and Freya will hear our desires and provide us with their favor. Asgard, warrior and wanderer, valiant and wise, you to whom all the gods of Asgard look, Sky Father, on the eight-legged steed, you who traded an eye for wisdom and ruled a turbulent realm, give us the wisdom to accept the twists and turns of fate, even as you surrendered yourself to the mercies of the Norn. Protect us, All-Father, from what harm may come to us. Lead us through the wilderness and bring us safely to that great hall that you reserve only for the brave of spirit. Odin, we come to you today to seek your wisdom and guidance. We ask that you bestow upon those here the wisdom about the subject in which we speak. Be with them. As they go forth and live their lives, let us sip the cup of Odiner to bestow the wisdom of Kvasar. We ask for your guidance, that you be with us and guide us through the challenges that hell lay before us. Help us to recognize Loki as he attempts to deceive us, our true path. Hail Odin. Hej, mine vinger. 
Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Alaska Uv Hethnar podcast. In my everyday practice of helping others to obtain their freedom from their psychological trauma, the lack of self-belief seems to be an overwhelming focal point. Many throughout the years who have allowed for the deterioration of their intrinsic confidence, which then became a definite hampering in their belief of the self, who then sought me out as being necessary to reinstate their belief in themselves, was simply a misunderstanding of themselves. Today, I'd like to discuss the understandings that I have been given by my spiritual communications that may better help us to understand how to move forward to restore and maintain our own belief in ourselves. This lack of confidence in one's ability to accomplish a particular task should never undermine the belief in oneself. It is one facet of all of the being. While many have reported to me that the modern day living is bent on beating down our independence and confidence as it has attempted to force us into conformity and uniformity, which then has led to a worldwide epidemic of a lack of self-belief. Many have chosen to accept the path through life offered by the fates, surrendering their responsibility for their growth, where individuals have resigned to accepting these experiences within our lifetimes. This is contrary to the lives the deities want us to experience. So today, I'd like to take some time to explain our path to mental wellness. To do this, the first topic will be the energy that we each have within us. Some may consider this to be not necessary, but as I hope I can explain, it is critical to our joy and our happiness. First things first, helping us to energize the miracle that each of us are. Let us identify the energies around us that we can draw upon to help. The first is the natural energy of our environment, of which there is an immeasurable abundance. Being able and willing to accept the energy passed through us, from the sun, the trees, the mountains, the winds, and the sea, is critical to building back up the necessary energies to forge our path forward. The warmth and light provided by the sun can charge our batteries immensely, as can the sounds from nature all around us. Fresh air is always another method to really get the intrinsic energies going in the right direction. Energy passed to us from the ancestors is number two, and it's passed every minute of every day our ancestors call to us, 
They speak of knowledge and wisdom from millennia before you and I were born. Just as importantly, they pass on their energy with the light of a new day and even the moonlight. Just as importantly, sometimes they may pass on their experiences to help make sense of the situations that we might find ourselves in. This experience may assist us in building our self-confidence and independence back, and ultimately, the belief in the self. The third is energy created intrinsically by the self. Finally, understanding that your spiritual self was once a collection of protons that gained awareness. This means that this energy resides within us, always. This energy is the multiplying factor when accepting energy being passed from the others in this list. However, this energy stays with us as long as our spirit is bound to this physical body. This list means that we possess an infinite source of energy both intrinsically as well as that energy that is accepted from our natural world around us. By allowing ourselves the freedom to accept this positive energies from the spiritual realm means that we should always have access to the energy to turn any negative situation into a positive. Remember, it's all in your perspective. Seeking to understand those energy sources that we come in contact with throughout our day, there are many different factors that we may need to contend with from our side. Many different obstacles that we will place in our path and in our mind that can discharge some of this energy. Inadvertently from at first note, but then ultimately it begins a negative cycle of destruction and ultimately deteriorating the energy that we can then apply to our healing and to the better parts of life. It is critical. And now, a short break for these commercials. You're listening to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Welcome back to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. As I said before we went to break, there were some obstacles that we would put in our way that could deteriorate the energy at which we are past and that we create ourselves. The first of this is emotional sabotage. This can be either intrinsically manifested or as more or less a result of the shame cycle. We'll talk about that in a minute. However, we do know and science has now shown that the body produces less energy when in certain emotional states. In addition, the erratic mental states can cause for diffusion of space within the aura. 
thereby altering the arrival and absorption of energy passed to the physical body from the spiritual realm. The next, we started it, and now it is the public use of shame by others, thereby causing an intrinsic negative energy cycle. This one can be both purposeful or inadvertent, depending on the interpretation of the individual receiving it. However, many, most, mainstream religions have relied on this method of ensuring obedience throughout the millennia. The energy sent to an individual in the form of shame is designed to initialize an intrinsic cycle of negative energy creation. We call guilt. Sometimes this guilt can be intrinsically created by the imagination of the individual as well. So care must be taken to ensure we release these energies before they become an issue within our mind. Finally, a man-made structural interference to spiritual energy. A lot of individuals have questioned me about this, in that the spiritual is higher than these man-made radio waves that I know interfere with spiritual signaling. Not that it technically disrupts the waves of spiritual energy, but actually disrupts the perception of the receiver and can distort what they think they receive. At the core of our self, contained within the area I called the qualia, several weeks ago in our show, is our spiritual self. Whether we choose to acknowledge it or not is irrelevant. The fact is that we are spiritual beings at our core bonded to a biological, physical life form for a physical lifetime. We, the humans we are, are no different than any other life form on this plane of existence that possesses the life force. This means that without debate that we are pure energy at our core. We help create the energy within us every second of our physical lives. This is the reason that we have bioelectricity or bioluminescence within us. As we all know, light is energy. Many have wondered if surrendering rather, hope is what leads to an intrinsic negative cycle of energy. Yes, the surrendering of our intrinsic hope can diminish our perception of energy, but technically it does not change the energy at all. Guilt is the driving energy that alters our perception of this change. As I've mentioned in other places, once guilt is arrives in the mind, it begins to deteriorate many, many things, and depending on how long it festers in there, this guilt can undermine self-confidence, self-esteem, all of these things that we need to be successful in our lives. Belief in the self is no different. 
As this internal circle is created, shame comes in, it's then turned into guilt internally, it becomes a cycle of destruction and begins to reduce the amount of energy that's moved around the body, particularly moved around the mind. Uh, in some cases, we've actually seen where, scientifically and, and medically speaking, the amount of guilt can actually destroy pathways within the brain, thereby reducing our stored knowledge, our wisdom. And it can do this by a very little bit of shame applied. So we need to be cognizant when we are hearing words and we are translating them, how those words are accepted by our brain and then how are they processed? Do we get into this guilt cycle where we begin to question everything about ourselves? It causes uncertainty. We didn't measure up. We didn't do something right. We didn't meet some criteria to whether it be societal or relationships. Something caused this initial spark to arrive in the brain and then be processed. As it was processed, what it became was an intrinsic negative energy of guilt. And this guilt began to spin. And as it spun, it infected other memories and relationships within the mind. It begins to weigh on our heart. And this is because it's starting its infectious time frame as it begins to probe throughout the body. And this is one of the true dangers of this thing we call the shame-guilt cycle. Is it too has energy and it too drains your energy. So it's pulling away your intrinsic energy from those things that you would use your intrinsic energy for. And it's kind of bringing it in and then just kind of grounding it out. And so we wind up needing to find people who are positive and they're passing along their positive energy that they may kind of replenish our batteries and begin to help us kind of stabilize our bioelectricity so that we can then have clear auras and get some knowledge and wisdom coming back in from our ancestors that can fill these voids and put in these holes. But the, the true science here is that the spiritual energy at which we speak today is real. It's as real as the electric socket in your wall. This electricity is passed both to you and from you in all things that we do throughout the day. In addition, this energy is also used for our own selves, 
for both healing and in some cases because that energy is sent to us in experiences of our ancestors sometimes that applies the right energies to our self-confidence and our independence and our hospitality and our honor all of those traits which can help re-establish our self-confidence our self-esteem and those um, means at which we can re-stabilize the self because that's so important And now, a short break for these commercials. You're listening to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. Welcome back to the Alaska Ulf Hefnar. At the beginning of the show, we spoke of the belief in oneself. And we spoke about how certain things in our lives maybe uh, missed opportunities or unachieved goals or unachieved objectives that you wanted to do in life how they can begin to wear down our belief in the self and and that ultimately goes to the self-confidence In many cases, many people begin to surrender hope, push it off to the side, no longer needed, but they surrender it, they're giving it up, they're releasing that energy instead of holding on to it. We then spoke a little bit about some of the obstacles that are naturally occurring that will interfere with our energy draw thereby helping to establish our self-belief and our self-esteem and these are critical these are really critical to have these energies we talked about you know some of the energies that we we can go and look for and seek out or those, those energies of the environment around us, whether it be pets, uh, you know, with animals, or, or whether it be with Mother Earth, whether it be with the trees, the breeze, the mountains are a great one. All of these things, because they carry the life force, are capable of kind of passing some of that charge on to us as we interact with them and thereby kind of providing us that battery charge that we are looking for in many cases because when we sleep our physical sensory input is shut down the healing energy that's passing from the spiritual realm into our physical self through the crown chakra can be used to then build some of this intrinsic energy back up and so as we sleep as we rest our bodies begin to rejuvenate to reheal 
recover from the previous day. This is really the idea behind the healing powers of, of say, Reiki, as an example. It allows us to kind of absorb in this energy. And then once you know we have full motion and movement within our chakra, that energy is passing all the way through our bodies and all the way out to our fingertips. That energy then can be used to jumpstart your mind, to help us break that cycle of guilt, help us break that cycle of, you know, lowering oneself, getting into it. <laughs> so these are critical pieces when we talk about the use of energy within the body within the physical body. The spiritual entity has an uh, a immeasurable, infinite energy source available to it from the deities, from our ancestors, from the land spirits, from the other physical spirits that are here on earth. And then we've spoken in the past about having being able to just clear away our mental state focus on something peaceful focus on something that not stressful and then using that time to clear the mind Bring our mind and our heart into congruence, peace, quiet. And when we do, our aura begins to clear away and the light from of all these other entities I've mentioned begins to come through the aura more easily now more light more energy is passed to the body and then this then becomes that energy way down in the bottom of your chest you can feel it building it's kind of bubbling around and your mind begins to, to clear even more it begins to clear away these these self-deteriorating uh, uh, thoughts and, and ideas. Now you're starting to feel more energetic, more alive. Many people have referred to this as the awakening. I simply refer to it as the charging of the batteries back to maximum power when we talk about belief in the self one of the things that is kind of a byproduct of guilt and and those there's another uh, obstacle that typically in, invades the mind and can undermine our our energy our power 
And that's the state of doubt. Very powerful that one is, can be. So when we have doubt, we have two choices. We can either accept what the doubt is saying that we can't accomplish this or we can't do that or it's always a limitation that's what doubt is it's a limitation or we don't I choose to not to not doubt to not be limited by my own by even my own mind As we begin this process of healing and growing and building our self-belief back, we need to consider the energy at which we're going to use to build it. Remember, all energy from the universe is neutral. It's neutral in its natural state. And it's not until you have the ill intention of man where the polarity can then be set between, you know, what we would societally call good versus what we would society call bad. And this energy, however, is constant always coming into our minds into our bodies and it is really what makes us a whole i encourage each of you to spend some mindful exercises and some meditation to clear your mind and to help your aura become clearer